Welcome to the Birth Prep Podcast, the little corner of the internet where we chat all about birth preparation. Thanks for tuning in to the Birth Prep Podcast. I'm Taylor Minaberry, and today we are going to be chatting about one of, if not the most important decision that you can make surrounding your labor and delivery experience. This is a decision that every single pregnant person makes. We're going to be chatting about choosing a provider. With my first three children, I had the same set of doctors. And while they served me for a time, they no longer aligned with my wants and views for my birth. And when I became pregnant with number four, I knew that I would not be hiring them again as my providers. I definitely understand that your insurance and your location and your willingness or ability to pay out of pocket will definitely impact the options for the providers that are available to you. I get that. I understand. This was not the case for me personally. I had other options available to me. I never looked into those options. So when I set out to find a new provider that was more aligned with me, I first started with identifying all the different options that were available to me, if my insurance would cover it, if they were available for new patients, and what the out-of-pocket cost would be, if any. And that's where I'm going to suggest where you begin as well. You need to make a list of all the different options that are available to you so that you can weigh the pros and cons of each option and make an informed decision for yourself and for your baby. And by the way, since this space is new, and if you're new to my world, um, I think that about all decisions that you have to make for yourself and for your baby. Once you know all of the options that are available to you, then you can actually sit down and think about who is going to best support you and your vision for your birth. Thankfully, we live in a world with a plethora of information at our fingertips, and you are able to research these people in advance. You can read everything they have to say about themselves on their website. You can read what other people have to say about it through reviews. You could take that a step further and ask in local groups if anyone's been a patient of those doctors and ask them their experience, ask specific questions that you have. You can do this of people that you know personally as well. But what I'm going to suggest over everything is scheduling a consultation with your potential provider. If you are in the United States, like myself and the majority of my audience is, You are hiring this person to perform a service for you. It's been so normalized to just blindly trust providers because they're this authority figure and they went to school and they know what they're talking about and they know what's best for us and they're doing us a favor. Well, let me set the record straight for you because absolutely freaking not. You are a paying customer who deserves to be heard and seen and valued and who absolutely deserves to have a say in how things will go surrounding their pregnancy and birth experience. When I hired my OBGYNs, I didn't even get to visit with a doctor my first visit. They said, oh, you have to talk to a nurse first. And then only after that, only after we've taken you on as a patient, may you even speak to a doctor. That was my personal experience. I know not everyone's experience is that way, and I'm not saying all OBGYNs are bad. I would never say that. But the standard is definitely not the same as what I've witnessed in midwifery care, where midwives are choosing to have consultations with you before they even ever take you on as a patient. I know that everyone is entitled to their own opinion, so here's mine. I think providers should be offering at least the option for a consultation before you hire those people as your provider. So with my original provider experience, I had to call and make an appointment. The list was four-week wait. I didn't know I was pregnant until eight weeks, so I had to wait several weeks to be seen, and I was only then seen to do paperwork and give my insurance information and to talk to a nurse. Then I was able to schedule a time where I could finally speak to a doctor. 
a little backwards if you ask me. A pregnancy is only 40 weeks. And I I already know what you're thinking. This girl is really saying only. Yes, it's only 40 weeks. So if you are wasting the first, you know, we don't know we're pregnant until at least three to four weeks, at least at the very minimum. And then you call, you try to get an appointment with somebody. You usually have a couple week wait, and then you might get to see a nurse at that point. And then you wait a couple more weeks to be seen again. So at that point, you're already several weeks in and seeing this doctor for the very first time. And what if you decide that they're not for you? You're going to restart the process and go through all of that again with another doctor that might not be the best fit for you too. It's a very backwards system and I don't like it. So ask for a consultation or ask to talk to them on the phone. And if they will not answer your most basic questions over the phone or in a quick little interview with them, they are not worth hiring. You should be able to know after a few basic questions if that provider is willing or able to provide the kind of support that you're looking for for your specific birth experience that you're planning and preparing for. The birth industry profits hugely off of uninformed and scared mothers-to-be, and that's what they expect. It's very much expected for these mothers-to-be, especially if you happen to be low-income, Medicaid, things like that. It's very expected for you to just sit down, shut up, and walk through the system with them as they see fit. I'm just here to tell you that no matter your newness, no matter your education, no matter your income level, you deserve your dream birth experience. And it's yours to take. And I truly believe the biggest impact on our result is choosing a provider for ourselves. I am hoping to be with my current provider for the rest of my childbearing years. But if I ever have to do this again, here is how I would do it. First, I would get really clear on what I want my birth experience to look like. Secondly, I would identify all of the different options that are available to me dependent on my location, my insurance, what I'm willing or able to pay out of pocket for, and then I would sit down and start a process of elimination. Cross off any people that scream, hell no. (laughs) Then make a list of people that you would like to get more information about. Once you start crossing people off of your list, the more information you gather, then you can take those top two, three people and actually do some more digging and some calling and seeing, hey, are we a good fit? How do you do things? What's your rate for X, Y, Z? What's your success rate for this? I'm envisioning this for myself. How often do you see that? Is that a common thing for your patients? I'm wanting this for myself. Are you able to facilitate that for me? So I totally recommend doing a consultation with them if you have a lot of questions to ask. If you don't, that's okay. You don't have to have a plethora of questions to ask. I just want you to choose someone who is going to work and fit best for you in your specific situation because everybody's views and wants for their birth are different and everybody wants a different experience and I want you to chase after the experience that you want not the experience that I want my experience may look different than yours and that's okay everybody has goals and dreams for their birth choosing your birth team is incredibly important and we will eventually start talking about birth partners and how to best prepare them and choose them and all those things But your provider plays a very key and very important role in your pregnancy and birth experience. A lot of us are making this decision blindly because it has to be made very quickly. There are a lot of us, like myself, when I became a mom, I wasn't planning on becoming a mom yet. It was always in plan, always a goal of mine, but it wasn't something that we were actively trying for. It wasn't something we were avoiding, but it wasn't something that I was trying to do yet. So I wasn't informed and ready and able to make 
an educated decision for myself when choosing a provider. I didn't know to take the time and to read the reviews and to look into the different birth options that were available to me and look into what I wanted for myself. I didn't know. I used to believe that there was only one way to give birth and it was in a traumatic hospital experience with someone who didn't even know who you are. These providers that I fired after my third baby, they didn't know who I was. And I would walk into a prenatal appointment when pregnant with my third and they would be like, hi, I'm Dr. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh yeah, you delivered my second baby. <laughs> nice to meet you. The experience that I have now is one that I want and one that I need for my births. Instead of waiting an hour in the waiting room and then talking to a doctor for five minutes, not even getting all my vitals checked and then heading on my merry little way, I get to go and talk with my provider for an hour and discuss things and talk about these different aspects of birth and hormones and how things all function. And I get to be educated and I get to have a nice conversation and I get to be heard and I get to be seen and I get to be valued. That was something that I really cherished and really appreciated during my last pregnancy and birth experience is someone that actually took the time to spend time with me. And it's an expectation that I will have for the rest of my childbirth experiences. If you are past the point of initially hiring a provider and you're listening to this and you're like, wow, my provider is so off base with my wants and my needs for my birth. And I know it's going to be this huge fight. I know it's not going to go how I want it to. I know it's going to be not the situation that I'm expecting and wanting and deserving. Then take this as your sign to look into other options. Ask for a second opinion. Fire them. Do what you need to do to get that birth experience that you want and deserve because no one is out there waiting to hand it to you. You have to take it for yourself. And that is not how it should be, but that is how it is. So I'm preparing you for that experience because that is the reality that we live in. Having already known my previous doctor's standard of care, I knew that they were not going to be able to properly facilitate my dream for an intervention-free, all-natural, unmedicated, needle-free, beautiful, magical birth experience in my home. I knew that they were incapable of providing that for me. That doesn't make them bad. That doesn't make them wrong. That makes them not for me. The goal is to find the perfect person for you. That's all I have for you guys today. Just a quick little episode. I was chatting about this with one of my clients the other day um, in one of her birth prep calls, and she was kind of like contemplating switching providers. And I just... Like, it's never too late to switch providers. I understand that it might not be financially possible, and that's just ridiculously unfortunate that that has to play a role in who is going to be present in assisting you with your birth and all that stuff. Um, so I get that that might not be feasible for you, but you are allowed to fire your provider at any point in time. If you are interested in coaching, I am still booking out consult calls and you can book that in the show notes. I'll put the link in there for you guys. These calls are basically just for you to discuss your goals with me, where you're at in your preparation journey and see if we would be a good fit to work together. I will chat with you guys again soon. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Happy prepping.